Someone who has been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, hello, hello again. And oh, happy day to you. God is good. I am good. Chris is good. How are you? I hope that you are good as well. I can't help but praise the Lord. I can't help but thank him and share and talk about his goodness to those that um, I come in contact with. I can't help but praise him in spite of the difficulties of life, in spite of the challenges, in spite of the rough times. I find myself praising him whenever I get the opportunity how about you how about you can you think of a reason to say that god is good hey honey chris i know you're there can can you think of a reason to say that god is good i'll bring you in like that tonight (laughs) well i have several reasons but uh one of the main ones is just that thinking of his love for us and his mercy and his grace because we none of us deserve to be here mm-hmm. because of the sin you know that we were born in and the sin that we were you know created in and he 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 went and and sacrificed his life so we may have a right to life you know and so more than anything even even more than just you know waking up this morning i, I i'm i'm thankful just f- for what he did in his grace. Amen. There was a story in the Bible, well, not a story, but um, Jesus had sent his disciples out on a mission and they were all excited because of all the good things that they were able to do, you know, the miracles that they were able to do and they were able to cast out demons and heal the sick and whatnot and they came back all excited about it and Jesus told them, don't get happy about that. Don't rejoice in that. But rejoice because your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. So is that what you're saying? That you're just glad for salvation? <laughs> glad for salvation. I'm glad that I've been adopted into the Holy Family. Amen. And, and, and been given a blood transfusion of holy blood. Amen. I like the way you put that. We've been revived. We've been transformed. We've been uh, renewed. Uh, We've been born again. And that is something 
to be celeb to celebrate, to have a second chance, to be able to start life all over. Um, for some of us, uh, we've had a second chance, even when it comes to marriage. Um, some of you may not be married at all. Some of you may be on your first marriage, which is the way that it was intended to be. But some of you, like Chris and myself, may even have been given a second chance, a newness of life in your marriage. So guess what, people? I am still going to be talking about marriage tonight, and Chris is still going to help me tackle this subject. It is so important. We, I, can, I can even say that we are promoting marriage. We're promoting marriage tonight. We're encouraging people to marry. We're talking about the benefits of marriage. We are talking about marriage in the spiritual sense, which is why and how and the reason that marriage was designed in the first place. I don't know how many people put it to you the way that we're going to put it to you, but we're going to do it the best way that we know how. So, yes, we are promoting marriage tonight. I am sipping some tea. Let's see. What did I make? Uh, I um, I think this is called Smooth, smooth Move. Um, not saying who it's by, but um, it's a medicinal type tea. Helps to clean you out. <laughs> uh, I just thought that it would be a good choice because I was trying to reset my um, reset my metabolism and get back on track with my um, eating habits. I've been eating a lot of sweets and craving sweets here lately. So I said, okay, it's time for a jump start. So today I started juicing again and I just decided that the smooth move tea would be a good adjunct, would be a good complement to my juicing. Am I talking too much, honey? <laughs> Getting off the subject here. You already know. So. <laughs> yeah, I could just see you. I could just see you saying, "Okay, dear, a bit, a bit much too information." Well, okay, I'm going to get on top of our subject, but I just like my listeners to kind of get a feel for who we are, and I try to be real, you know, try to keep it real on the show so that they um, real, know that we're real people, you know, we're. Um, we're real people who, who what you see is what what you get when you encounter us it's if you saw us in person we'd be the same way okay so here we go marriage what can i say to promote marriage what can i what can i how can i start this um well i well i have some thoughts but you know do you have any thoughts chris that you want to how would you promote how would you promote marriage if you had to like put an ad together or like just maybe do a verbal promotion how would you promote marriage any ideas thoughts I mean we do it all the time but you know what I'm saying I would promote marriage as two people um, 
true, true, true marriage is two people that would that love the Lord, and God put them together. They prayed for a, um, a partner, a mate, and they waited and asked the Lord to to give me the person that you made for me. Mm-hmm. And and when you when you do that now, there's no perfect perfect couples of course but I mean sometimes it takes getting beat up to get to that place and mm-hmm. other wrong relationships but if you can get to that place and ask the Lord you know give me who you have for me and if she's green that's who I want if she's blue <laughs> uh, with polka dots with red polka dots that's who I want Lord and, and it will fit mm-hmm. and so uh, for, for, for me for marriage to be successful, the foundation has to be successful, and that means you have to stop looking and and put all your focus on the Lord and 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 put your supplication before Him, and He knows your heart, He knows what you want, and say, Lord, if you don't give me somebody, I'm going to serve you anyway. Mm-hmm. And and in the midst of you serving Him, He's going to give you your 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 helpmate and your mate. Mhm. Mhm. Okay, so this is that's that's what you would say to someone if you were telling someone you really should get married because um if if one of your buddies was like, "Man, I don't know, you know, I've been with this lady for a while and she wants I'm to get married." You, you need to get married because you're living <laughs> in sin. <laughs> if, if that's the case, okay. If she wants to get married, then I'm gonna say, well, what about you? What about your heart? Where's your heart position? Where's God in your life? Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm gonna work on foundation. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk to him about himself because I'm a man and I understand the man side to mm-hmm. a good extent, mm-hmm. and I have experience. So when he when he's talking about she wants to get married, that says a whole lot right there. Mm-hmm. So then I'm, I'm gonna say, what about you? Mm-hmm. And what's what's holding you up? What's the problem? What's what's your fears? Mm-hmm. And and try to once I put that out there, I'm going to listen and see where the problem is. And then scripturally, I'm going to show him how how he's incomplete. Mm-hmm. Okay. In his present is in, in his present state. He may think he's successful, but he's actually just surviving. He's not okay. going to be complete until he's 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 in God's will. And it's God's will for it's not God's will for man to be alone. So it's like I'm gonna work on his foundation and his roots and get him work on getting him planted so he can be a powerful man in a power and she can be a powerful woman and then and then they can move move and shake the world together. Mm. Okay. Okay. I heard some good stuff in there. Complete. You know, so that he can be complete, so he can be in God's will, um, so that they can move and shake the world together. I love that. I love that because the institution of marriage is is a powerful thing. And it does lay a proper foundation even for us in society, you know, even for communities, even for just you know, us interacting with one another as human beings, it lays the proper foundation. Um, if someone asks me, you know, well, why do you recommend marriage? Why are you saying that I should get married? 
I wrote down a couple of things that came to my mind today. And, of course, I can't tell them all. You know, I can't tell them all in tonight's show because I won't get through this show. But I, I could say I love being married. I could say I, I love being married. And you could say after the music a lot more. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we are coming up on a break here. So get your tea, people. Get your beverage. Get ready to join us as we continue. Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Helping you heal is what we're all about, and helping to heal the land, helping to heal our nation is also what we are about. And one of the ways that we can do that, people, is to go back to our foundation, 
our, our um, how do we say, this country's Christian Judeo Foundation. Um, its foundation was laid and established all upon Christian values, godly values, and marriage is one of those things. That is a way, a very significant and important way to bring about healing in the land. People want to know why we're having so many problems, why there's problems with uh, government, financial, uh, economic issues, um, just you name it, uh, dysfunctional homes, um, rape, incest, uh, addiction, suicide. I mean, just problems in the land, just problems and, and misery. Well, that's what happens when a people, when any people, when any group of people, any nation of people stray from God. Perhaps you never even knew God. Perhaps you don't know God now. Um, you can get to know him. You can have a wonderful foundation and you can uh, enjoy the benefits and the beauty of marriage as God designed it to be. If I had to promote marriage, if I had to tell someone uh, why they should get married, I could say <laughs> like my husband said, you could say a whole lot more after the break. <laughs> I could say, I love being married. I could say, I love having someone like Chris, like you, handsome, to share my life with. I enjoy it. I love it. I, I don't, I don't feel like, uh, wow. You know, you hear some people say, oh, waking up to the same face every day. Um, I don't I cannot recall that ever crossing my mind since I met you. I don't I don't think I've ever thought that way. You know, I, I look forward to seeing your face. I look forward to uh, looking into your eyes and hearing your voice. I look forward to tracing my finger around those nice, thick beautiful lips of yours and oh I could just oh let me calm myself down okay <laughs> I love the fact that you love me I love the fact that somebody loves me I enjoy that I like knowing that someone loves me I don't take that for granted you and I um you know, I could tell people that me and my husband, we talk about everything. We, we don't have one of those relationships where we've got secrets and we've got passwords and his, his phone is protected with a password that I can't have access to and my stuff is protected from, you know, he can't have access to. You know, it is such a beautiful thing to live in freedom and have no need for secrets. You know, that's what heaven is going to be like. There's going to be harmony there's going to be no chaos no strife no confusion no deceit no dishonesty no cheating it's going to be a beautiful place because of that harmony people will have a sense of being a sense of belonging there you know I, 
I was in a marriage where I didn't feel loved. I was in a marriage where I was alone while I was in mar- in the marriage. Well, I, while I felt like I was single in the marriage. And thank God he gave me a second chance at marriage when Chris found me. Um, it wasn't pretty. It was hard to come home from work after a long day's work and have no one to share my day with on a personal basis, on an intimate basis. Sure, I could tell my girlfriends, you know, the friends that I had at the time about my situation, but if they were going through the same thing, it just wasn't the same. It just, it's just not the same as what God gives you and makes available to you between a man and a woman. It's just having someone in my life who knows me, you know, who knows my, my, my ins and outs, you know, my likes, my dislikes, um, who can look at me and tell when something's wrong, you know, who can say, um, Hey baby, what's wrong? I can tell something's on your mind, you know, that just, that's a wonderful feeling. That's a wonderful feeling. And so I could promote marriage. I mean, I could, it's just, I could just go on and on. Um, it's just so nice to have someone to share life with the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between, you know, the ups and the downs. For me, <laughs> that is just wonderful because I've been without it. I've been without it and I know the difference. Okay. I don't want to hog this second, this second segment. Um, can you think, well, I do have some more things to say here, Chris, but I want to give you a chance in case. Follow your notes, dear. Follow my notes. Okay. <laughs> Those are only some of the benefits. What I just said, that, those are only some of the benefits. Um, someone who knows me, someone who accepts me for who I am, but also challenges me. Challenges me, you know, because they know what I'm capable of, because they know, you know, um, my husband, he'll tell me, you know, dear, I know what you bring to the table. I know what you have to offer. And sometimes you need that that cheerleader, that you know, person in your corner that will reaffirm you, not lie to you because he's, he's an honest guy. He's an honest guy too. And he will tell me when I'm, you know, when he has, when he sees where I could do something differently, he'll tell me that too. But, but it's good to have someone who knows you that way and they can push you when you need to be pushed and they can stroke you when you need to be stroked affirm you when you need to be affirmed you know i'm talking about stroking your you know you know your ego so to speak you know like boost your confidence when you need that and it's just to me it's even i love it when i get it from my kids i love it when my daughter compliments me i love it when you know people like my family members my niece i love it when they compliment me too but it's just when he says it i'm like oh honey that is so special coming from you. That is, just, it just, there's something different about it coming from him because he knows me like nobody else can know me. And that's the way God intended for it to be. And I haven't even talked about things like 
having someone to hold, having someone to kiss, having someone to share my bed with. Um, And when I say share my bed, I'm not even talking about sex yet. S-E-X. I'm not even talking about, I'm just talking about having someone to be there when I wake up, when I go to sleep, that if I turn over in the middle of the night, um, I know he's there. You know, I'm not alone. I feel that companionship. I feel that warmth. I love it. I love it. (laughs) That's why I'm promoting it. And then we can top it off. We can top it off with sex. We talk about sex a lot on this show because sex has been abused so much. People have abused themselves. They've abused one another. They sell themselves short, you know, by um, having sex outside of marriage. They, they, um, they really cause injury to themselves emotionally and spiritually. They don't think so, but I know so because I know what the word of God says about it. So I haven't even talked about the beauty of sex in this show. I've talked about it in other shows. But when you add that to everything else, I mean, the intimacy, the holding, the kissing, the talking, the sharing, the intimacy is what makes sex the union, the, the male and the female coming together, the intimacy is what makes that so precious and beautiful. Because what happens if you can't have sex? What happens if you suffer some sort of an injury, some sort of a, a medical problem or something or trauma, accident or something that prevents you from being able to ha- do, ha- you know, come together in the physical act? What do you have? If you don't have the intimacy, if you don't have the sharing and the caring, if you don't have that oneness and that unity that I'm talking about, you don't have anything. So the sex is just uh, another added benefit, another added component. I mean, it is the key to life. I mean, people cannot be born unless couples have sex. There would be no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Population. There would be no, um, I'm looking for another word though, and it, it escapes me. Um, oh, well, it'll come back to me. There would be no reproduction. That's what I was thinking. There would be no reproduction without sex. But since I'm talking about the beauty of Marriage, and we are talking about promoting marriage. I'm just trying to spell the whole thing out for you. (laughs) This is what I would say, and this is what I do say in terms of why someone should get married. Got a break. Be back in a few. the tragic past shattered your future or your now don't let it this is i'm not the woman i used to be i'm free with minister diane jones and we'll be right back after these are you concerned about your physical and spiritual health 
tired of aches and pains, heartburn, taking pills, being out of shape and having no self-control? Try the 90-Day Challenge by Vice Salads. Using our delicious, nutritious health shakes and eating one meal a day, you can build lean muscle, burn fat, improve your health, and rule your body instead of your body ruling you. Choose your kit. Start your challenge. Lose 10 pounds at a time. Order online today at dianesjones.bodybyvi.com. <laughs> a black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from authorhouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Yes, I did mention that, um, I was trying to get my cravings back under control, and that commercial just reminded me about our uh, protein shakes, um, our body by by, our shakes by Vicellus, and that is still a part of my um, weight management program and just keeping myself healthy overall. Chris and I lost um, a total of, I believe it was about a total of 50, 55 pounds together on the um, 90-day challenge. And I kept I kept most of that off for over a year. And I've noticed here recently, though, because I haven't been sticking to my guns, that I have picked up a few pounds. So like any, any other thing um, in life, you have to rediscipline yourself and get yourself back on track. So that's why I'm starting out with this juicing. And then um, I expect to be back on my shakes probably midweek or um, maybe uh, starting fresh on Monday. So anyway, and Chris has just um, started refocusing too and getting himself back on track. So we don't want to try to paint the picture that eating right is a fad. You know, living, living healthy is a fad. This is an ongoing thing. 
this is an ongoing it has to become a way of life and that's another subject in itself so let's get back to what we were talking about we're talking about marriage we're talking about um Getting married, the benefits of marriage, I'm trying to promote, yes I am, I am plugging marriage tonight. I know, honey, um, that you really don't like uh, being involved in weddings anymore because of the stress and the chaos and stuff that often goes on with, with putting a wedding together. But you still like weddings, right? You still like to see people get married. I like the 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 foundation of it and everything, but I don't like I don't like a lot of hype and and a lot of fluff and and just a lot of show business. Mm. I like the heart the, the heart positions and you know me myself I would prefer small weddings with just the, the close people. Mm-hmm. And and it can be about the union rather than about show business. I think it's 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 become ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. that's that's how I, that's my take on it. Well, I like that that I like that because you know that's a valuable perspective. Um, now you know they've got what bridezillas and they've got. Um, uh, all, I can't even think of some of the, sh- the names right now where they have absolutely made a mockery of of getting married, you know. And so you're right. The, the, the foundation of it needs to be pure and having a celebration is appropriate. But um, people are doing it now more for the for the, the celebration than for the they wedding. The, they want the limos. They want to be queen for a day. They want, you know, and then they... Then, then, then right afterwards, you know, it's all about the party now. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all about the party and the vows. You know, they still got to go home and face the music. The honeymoon doesn't last long. And they got to deal with the real the real deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm with you on that one. A very immature approach. Right. And they say, well, I'm in love. I'm in love. Love is going to take care of everything. And love and... A dollar will get you a cheeseburger. <laughs> and you're gonna need about five cents for taxes. Uh-huh. So not enough. I not mean enough. love is commitment. I mean I guess if you if they if they had the right perspective even about love, which is the series that we did before this one, then they would understand that love is commitment. Love total, total is commitment, commitment. yes. <laughs> Romance is different. Love is commitment. Romance is in, in addition to that commitment. If you play your cards right, if you take care of business. Um, so I, I thank you for pointing that out. Um, I am sentimental and being a woman, I think I'm a little bit more goofy when it comes to the, these kinds of things. Um, so I still get excited when people want to get married, when people get married. I, I don't get excited when it's done um, like what you just described but I do still get excited I love the romance of of all of that stuff you know um, our wedding was was still very special to me um, and and we are pleased actually we are pleased that our own son 
our own handsome, wonderful son, um, recently proposed to his promised one. They were promised. He had already given her a promise ring. I know that that's probably some 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 old uh, custom that some people aren't even familiar with anymore. But he recently proposed to his promised one. I would say their names, but he hasn't given me permission to um, uh, put that out there like that. So we are very, very, very happy, though, that um, they're going to be uh, establishing a wedding date um, sometime soon and then not too long ago my niece you know um my niece i i didn't ask my sister if i could have permission to say her name um don't say it don't say it (laughs) she did tell me that it was you know she did say okay about because i told her i was going to be talking about tonight but i forgot to ask her if it was okay to say the name but um I don't think she would mind me. I'll just say the first name. That way, that way, um, she'll know who I'm talking about, and then nobody else will unless they know her. So our her first, son and our niece. Our son and our niece, just the first name, Crystal. That's what I'll say. Last name, then I'll leave the last name out. <laughs> just got engaged. I I wasn't um, able to attend the function, but I was so, so happy and so excited when my sister began to tell me the details. I'm like, wow, wow. It was completely a surprise, okay? She had no idea that this was coming. Um, and, her, and her boyfriend, basically arranged for his family to come from out of town, from East Coast, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? East Coast and uh, South, the South, and, and they traveled a long ways, and he booked a beautiful venue. He dec- had it decorated with beautiful lights and flowers, and he had a, a, a live DJ, and he had music and um they tricked they tricked my niece and my sister because my sister didn't know and and they were afraid that she couldn't keep the secret so my sister didn't even know they tricked them both got them to this venue thinking that it was for something completely different and the niece comes in my sister said it was so beautiful that it almost looked like a wedding itself, that it was set up where she had to walk down this aisle, down the center aisle between the chairs and the seating. And it was almost like she was walking down the aisle, you know, for the wedding itself, she said. And and when she got to the end of the aisle that he fell on his knees and he had this box with a beautiful bow on it. And, um, of course, he had already asked her parents if he could have her hand in marriage, which is still a beautiful thing. Um, but then when she got to the end of the aisle, then he struggled to get the box open. He was nervous. His hands were shaking, but he got that box open. And he says, you know, will you marry me? And she was like, oh, yes. And she was crying and everybody was crying. I'm getting excited just talking about it. I'm feeling a little teary myself. So I thought, wow, what a beautiful way to express your love 
for someone, a beautiful way to express your love for your bride-to-be. It just really warmed my heart. It really touched my heart. And Crystal, if you happen to be listening to me, I just want you to know I am so, so happy for you. I am so happy for you. Auntie is really, really happy for you. So does that promote marriage? I think I, I'm trying to. If it doesn't, I'm trying to. I'm trying to inspire you to make you want to be married, okay, because it is a beautiful thing. Um, and by the way, springtime is a good time for weddings. You know, it's a great time to get married. It doesn't have to be uh, the all-out bash of the century, like my husband was saying. But, you know, we still got some time in the spring if anybody's thinking about proposing to your, to your, to your, to your girl, to your fiancé, you know, to, to make her your fiancé, okay? Springtime is a great time for that. But marriage is good. It's, it's always a good thing. Marriage, marriage itself is a good thing. I'm not saying everybody's marriage is good, but marriage is a good thing. Why? Because God is good, and he designed it, and he created it, and if we could just learn to do it his way, it would be a good thing and a beautiful thing. So let me hit the last segment of the show um, pretty, pretty quick here. Let me wrap this up and let me, mm, like, Bring the spiritual perspective into the picture. You know, I've kind of touched on it a little bit, um, but I want to bring that into the picture before we close out tonight. I, 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 I like to see young people doing what is good for them. I like to see young people doing what is right. Right. So many of them have lost their perspective. Don't think that marriage will work. We'll even say to you, why should I get married? Um, your marriage didn't work. This person's marriage didn't get, didn't work. But um, getting married is God's perfect will for you if he has called you to marriage. It is God's perfect will for you. So I like to see young people doing what is best for them and not settling, not settling not not accepting i won't even say second best i'll just say not settling more after the break has a tragic past shattered your future or your now don't let it this is i'm not the woman i used to be I'm free with Minister Diane Jones, and we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day, not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? A sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, Amazon.com, and any major bookstore. Overcoming Sexual Abuse. 
is the Toginet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep at the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on DougieNet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on DougieNet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All righty, let me see how much of this I can get in before we run out of time. I got a question. I'm going to start this segment with the question. Did you know that Jesus Christ, Jesus the Messiah, is also engaged? Did you know that he is going to have a magnificent, I mean truly magnificent, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, the, the, the things that God has prepared for his people, so his, his wedding is going to be absolutely magnificent. And that that is going to occur someday. We believe someday soon. Did you know that he didn't have a wife during his life on earth? As a, as a man on earth, he didn't have a wife because he is engaged to all of those that chose to follow him. Do you know that they became, how the Bible says, espoused? They, they, they and we, even to this day, up till now, those that accept his proposal, those that accept his invitation, those that open up their hearts to him, to allow him to become their Lord and Savior, are engaged to him. And that engagement will culminate in the marriage of all marriages and the wedding of all weddings, the wedding of all time. Did you know that he began his earthly ministry by performing a miracle at a wedding? I think that that's interesting. 
I don't know how much significance it's, that it has, but I think that it's interesting that one of the first miracles that he performed was at the wedding in Cana. His mother asked him to help her out, to do her a special favor, and um, make some more wine because they had ran out of wine, and so he uh, accommodated his mother and and made more wine for the guest at the wedding so that says to me that there was something important about weddings he believed in weddings far as we know that you know we know he attended that wedding but realistically he could have attended more than you know he he he, he ministered for three years he was 33 uh was he 33 when he started his ministry um or 30 I can't remember which age he was when he started his ministry, but I know that he ministered for three years. And he probably, you know, he was, him and his disciples were invited to this wedding. He probably attended other weddings. He believes in weddings and in marriage because he has, he has a fiance. Did you know that, people? If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, if you have made him your Lord and Savior, then you are his fiance. You are espoused to him. His first miracle was performed at a wedding. That was one uh, scriptural context that we have concerning marriage, concerning um, his involvement with marriage but over in let me see I believe it is oh let's see John let's look at John chapter 2 well actually since I'm here let's just go to let's go to Matthew 22 1 through 14 the story about the marriage in Canaan The wedding in Canaan is found in John chapter 2, verse 1 through 11, if you would like to look it up and read it. John, St. John chapter 2, verse 1 through 11. If you'd like to read that story, if you're not familiar with that story, that's where you can find it. But I want to take you to a deeper place. I want you to think about this in Uh, the spiritual context and why marriage is actually important to the Lord and why excuse me how do I say that why our marriages should reflect the relationship between him and his bride there are pros and cons there are benefits and um, consequences for refusing his proposal I mean, when the Lord asks you to be his bride, when he asks you to become his fiance, that is a serious proposal. It is not one to be refused. It is not one to be denied. I mean, you can deny it. You have the free will to do so. But there are benefits to saying yes, and there are consequences to saying no. When you talk about marriage, ladies, when a man asks for your hand in marriage, if he is a good man, if he's a good man and you are called to marriage, you should seriously consider the benefits 
to his proposal and the consequences for saying no. I had to do that when Chris came along. I had to really consider that thing and and and, and count up the cost and not let my fears and not let my um, immaturity or my hurts and pains cause me to miss out on a good thing. Well, let me tell you, let me read you this story and I'm going to see what you get out of it. Um, This is over in Matthew 22, uh, beginning with verse 1. And Jesus gave this parable himself. So this is something for us to really think about and ponder. Okay. And Jesus answered and spoke unto them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son. Hmm. Okay. God is doing, God is preparing a wedding for his son. Alrighty. And sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding and they would not come. God is sending forth his servants, people like me, people that are pastors, people that are uh, teachers, evangelists, people that are just maybe just born again believers that don't have any particular office in the church, but they're just born again believers. They're going out and they're telling people about this wedding, about this marriage that is to come, about this opportunity. But they would not come. Again, he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bidden, Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. He's letting them know, Hold up here, and I have put a lot of effort into preparing for this wedding. Do you know that there's a lot of effort going on in in preparation for the marriage of the Lamb? Do you know that Jesus himself said that in my Father's house are many mansions? If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, so I go to prepare a place for you. He is preparing. His Father is preparing. They are building suitable housing. They are building accommodations. You know, making preparations for jesus bride for you for me for those that he is invited for those that he has asked and proposed to he said and all things are ready come unto the marriage but they made light of it and went their ways one to his farm and another to his merchandise And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. People are mocking Christianity left and right right now because Christians have flaws. Because some people that profess to be Christians aren't even Christians. Some well-known, prominent people profess Christianity but don't seem to really know what Christianity is all about. You know, there there are hypocrites in every every walk of life. But the true believer, the true believer are, are those that have accepted the invitation, that have accepted the proposal, and they are preparing themselves for the return of the king. And they are preparing themselves for the marriage of the lamb, for the marriage supper. 
but those that have been working and sending out the invitations, the servants that are trying to get the message out there, many times we are um, treated spitefully. Many times we are rejected. There are those that are paying for it with their life, like in this story. And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was wroth, which means he was angry. And he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burnt up their city. You don't, you don't just reject the king and you don't kill his servants and get away with it. Then saith he to his servants, the wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. So everybody that he asked is not worthy because everybody doesn't accept. He said, go ye therefore into the highways and as many as ye shall find bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together as many as they found both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. And when the king came into the sea to see the guests, he saw there a man which did not have on a wedding garment. He was not dressed appropriately. Don't let that be you. Because that man was kicked out. He was not allowed to participate in the wedding. He was not welcomed into the marriage supper of the lamb. Don't let that be you. Accept Jesus' proposal today. Accept his invitation say yes he's asking will you marry me tell him yes tell him yes until next time